Hey guys, welcome to Tom Girl, where we talk all things sports, entertainment, fashion, and adventure. And today we have a very special guest, a great friend of mine from all the way across the pond, Rachel Naylor. She is the creator of the voiceover network, editor of the Buzz VO magazine, a VO artist herself, and an actor. So, so much to talk about. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey guys, I'm JJ Jerkins. Thanks so much for joining us again for another special episode here of Tom Girl. Clearly, I'm having trouble talking today, but because I'm so excited to introduce to you Rachel Naylor. Thanks for coming, Rachel. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, well, you know, you're not in town very much, so I had to like try to track you down while you were here, so I really appreciate you taking the time to come in, because I know you have oh. lots of things on your plate while you're here. Hey, yeah. I love my trips out here. It's, um, yeah, fantastic. So you're out here again for another voiceover event. Yes. Can you tell everybody what you're here for on this time? Yes, so I'm here, I'm a presenter for the Voice Arts Award which is happening this Sunday at the Warner Brothers Studios. So, uh, yeah, it's a big award ceremony for, for voiceover artists. And, um, yeah, it's going to be good fun. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. And you are someone that we all adore in the VO community, and you are the creator of the VoiceOver Network. So tell everybody who might not be familiar with what that network what that network is what it is so the voiceover network is um it's a membership organization for voiceover professionals around the world and it's all about helping supporting and strengthening the voiceover industry and that literally drives everything that we do but we do events we do training there's um the buzz magazine um we have it's just an amazing community with lots of resources and what i wanted to create was um, a safe place for working voiceover professionals to come together to help and support each other, to get advice, you know, to, to basically improve things in the industry. And um, so, yeah, it's nearly four years old. It'll be four years old in January. And, yeah, it's so, so wonderful to have members based all around the world. And it's it's not just for voiceover artists, but it's for agents, producers, casting directors, all to kind of come together and, and help and support each other. And how did this idea get started for you? So it came from, I, I had a little meetup group. Um, so it was 2013. I went for a drink in London with three other voiceover artists. And I thought, this is really useful. Like we were talking about agents and producers and, and we were talking about um, marketing. And I thought we should do this more often. So I started this little meetup group. And um, it was originally called the West London Voiceover Artist Meetup Group, which is <laughs> not catchy at all um and and yeah and it just snowballed and then people from other parts of London like started com- contacting me and saying that they were that you know they didn't live in West London they lived in North London could they still come and I was like yeah you know everyone can come and it was just we'd go to the pub and we you know just chat and um so it grew and grew and grew and then I decided to have it in central London I changed the name um wanted to get more agents and producers so we started charging so that we could provide food and um yeah end of 2014 I looked at what I created and I looked at the industry and how the big changes with um you know with with home studios and agents and marketing and so mm-hmm. yeah I wanted to to do something to make a positive difference and and help lots of people in the industry mm-hmm. so what are some of the challenges you faced uh growing this business so many. Oh, wow. So many. Uh, lots of challenges. I mean, um, yeah, I think kind of juggling everything 
um, you know, because I'm a mum as well, so I've got mm-hmm. two little ones. I've got um, Scarlett's three and Lily's seven. Um, so it's juggling it all with my voiceover career and with having a family. That's kind of that's a big that's a big challenge. Um, I also sort of what I've done has has it's disrupted. So so it's a you know there are people who who find it kind of difficult to kind of have change and and so I've tried to kind of provide a, a positive place for for people to come so but yeah mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. yeah it, it has its it has its moments of, of being you know full-on with the events and, and everything going on but I love it mm-hmm. I absolutely mm-hmm. love it and now when you were just just getting started I read like some of the things that you did in yes. order to like really make the decision and go for it can you share with people some of those you know what you went through at that time and how you went about tackling this what's that so like so, you you know started getting up at five and oh, yes yeah yeah, so well, I, I mean, I I got very into the sort of entrepreneurial um, side of, of of having a business, and um, I go along to a lot of entrepreneur events. But um, yeah, so what I what I started to do, it was the beginning of two thousand and fourteen, was I started getting up at five o'clock in the morning, um, and that was in order to do something called a ninety minutes. So uh, my mentor is a guy called Nigel Botterill, who's an amazing mm-hmm. entrepreneur. And he is always going on about doing your 90 minutes a day. And what you do um, as a business owner is you spend 90 minutes every day working on your business, not in it. Mm-hmm. So it's... So Explain it's, that again. So not doing... So yeah. Not so the day-to-day. It's, so it's not the day-to-day. It's, it's, the, it's the planning. It's the kind of... It's the really, really important stuff for a business owner that gets you to your goals. So you spend 90 minutes every day. You, you close the door. You keep people out. You turn your phone off. And, mm-hmm. and you, the best thing to do is to do it before you do anything else. So the emails haven't started. You haven't gone on social mm. media. You've, your brain is totally fresh to spend 90 minutes working on your business, not in it. So not doing voiceover, you know, recordings, mm-hmm. not kind of responding. It's about being proactive, not reactive. So it's spending that time planning your marketing, you know, writing blogs, writing PR, you know, press releases, mm-hmm. doing all that kind of stuff. And And I started doing it in 2014. And it it changed everything. Hmm. And what are some of the steps that you did to grow? Like, who did you attack? Like, did you do letters? Did you do phone calls? What are some of the business steps that you took to grow this network? So, um, oh gosh, I, just so much. I've it, loads and loads of things. So, lots of PR. So, I, I got I got massively into PR, social media. I mean, I love social media. I actually taught, teach some workshops on social media, but that that for me has been huge. Um, and yeah, just kind of getting out there. The events, the, the in-person events, I think are really, really important. Mm-hmm. And it's all about networking. It is all about networking. And networking is something I'm really, really passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's not, some people find networking, you know, that, just that word kind of really intimidating. But it is just chatting, you know, just chatting to people. It's just, it's about building relationships. It's about, um, you know, going and helping other people, Mm -hmm. which is a big thing that I kind of push. So networking isn't about you, it's about other people. Mm -hmm. And if you can go into a networking situation and think, if I can go and help somebody else, 
it takes the pressure off you mm-hmm. suddenly because there's always that thing like oh, I have to be really interesting yeah, oh, yeah and there's also like I don't want to push too hard or like over try to sell myself yes. or like there's that fine line of how you do act in those situations yeah and so I think mm. I think absolutely the key with networking is to go into the situation and think about how you can help that person listen and, and see if you can connect them with somebody that you know because mm-hmm. then then it's not about you and that's when networking really works yeah. Um, so yeah, so I really like I really kind of promote that sort of thing within oh, within the network, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, yeah, basically. So tell us about some of the events that you put on. With the, with so the we yeah, so we run lots of events. They've mainly been in London in the UK because obviously that's where I'm based. Um, but we have started doing them around the world. We had our first one in New Zealand in July, and we're actually going to do one in LA this Thursday, Woo-hoo! which is very exciting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so our, our events, um, I do lots of evening drinks events, so they're called Vond. And um, she's a limoncello fan, I right? Am, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, limoncello. Um, I'll tell you that, yeah, so the limoncello story. Um, so, yeah, so Vond is, uh, stands for voiceover network drinks. Um, I know everyone goes, what's the D? What's the D? Yeah. I'm like, it's drink. I never knew that <laughs> until that's, yeah, that's great. Um, and the limoncello thing came from uh, our first ever um, paid event. So it was the summer party 2014. And um, my business coach at the time had kind of, he'd, he'd, he'd really encouraged me to have an event where we charge because I wanted to get agents and producers and casting directors in the room. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so if we charge people, then we can provide them with some free food and drinks and get them in. And, and, um, and, and it, you'd sold lots of tickets. And I had that moment just before you know where you have like a you know you have the good angel and then you have the bad you know uh, one on your shoulder and 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 the bad one started you know in my head started saying yeah but what if it's really boring and it's <laughs> rubbish and so I thought okay well what can I do I thought I'll just get everyone drunk <laughs> <laughs> so um so I thought okay right well, what can I what can I give people and I was thinking oh okay tequila is a bit harsh sambuca's like you know thinking shots so I just thought Lemoncello, it's that lovely drink that you get at the end of an Italian meal. You know, it's quite... So I went and bought some bottles of Lemoncello and um, and actually the, the, the event went really well. It was really <laughs> fun. I didn't need it, but I just thought, oh, we'll get the Lemoncello out. And it's yellow and... We gave out um, little shots of limoncello to everyone and people went crazy. <laughs> they went nuts. And it was all over social media. And since then, every single event we've ever had, we always, uh-huh. always give out limoncello at the end of the evening. And, and people love it. It's, 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 yeah, it's kind of part of the, part of the branding now. But um, yeah, but we do, so we do, we do evening events, but we also do um, day events. So we have an event called Get Your Game On, which is a, um, an event that's all about promoting great voice acting in video games. Mm-hmm. So it's all about video games. And, um, and that's been really, really popular. Um, and we get speakers and, and workshops. Because and, video games is such an exciting area of the voiceover industry mm-hmm. that's just going through the roof right now. So, um, so we do that. And then I also have an event called Above and Beyond, um, which is all about going above and beyond for your clients and going above and beyond um, in your career, in your voiceover career. And we do that. It's a two-day event. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And there's training and there's, yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, what is your advice for somebody in the United States, yes. I'm sure you could ask this a lot, yes. who would like to expand their business, their VO career from just the United States to London or other places? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's, yeah, that's the exciting thing about being a voiceover artist. Yeah. You have a home studio and you can literally work with clients all around the world. 
and it is just that thing of reaching out so you know if if, if anybody wants to work with with clients in the UK you just get on Google and search you know production companies in London and then just email them mm-hmm. um, and and what's great about doing things like that is that you then you're a big fish in a small pond is that yep. right yes yep. yes yeah. <laughs> as opposed to being a small fish in a big pond yes so yep. it's like so so for instance in the uk there's a small group of uh, american voiceover artists who are kind of basically booking all the american voiceover work mm. um and it, they you know a lot of that work doesn't you don't necessarily need to be there in person so yeah. you know so americans can get the work in the uk and it's the same the other way around um because i book work over here and it's great because i'm yeah. kind of you know i'm the 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 English voice. You're authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah, no, so it's, it's all good. It's, yeah. That's great. Great to know. Well, on top of that whole network, you also are the editor of The Buzz. Yes. So tell us about this, because I know you put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into yes. this yes. magazine. Oh, so The Buzz magazine is the only magazine in the world dedicated to the voiceover industry. Got a girl. Um, and yeah, it's it's um, it's only in print, but it is available globally so people can subscribe to that. Um, and I'm really, really proud of the magazine. The magazine, the idea for the magazine actually came before um, the voiceover network and it's part of the voiceover network now. Um, but I came up with the idea because I got into PR. Like I, I started finding out about PRing, you know, my voiceover business, and I started getting in the local paper and getting interviews, and um, and then I was like, I was looking around, thinking, right, let's find a, a magazine that's about voiceovers, and there was nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up, I subscribed to this audio um, magazine, which was all about sound engineering. I think I still get it; it's still it's free, it comes through, and I have no idea what they're talking about. You know, it's like it's really technical. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why don't we have our own magazine as an industry? All industries have magazines. Why don't we have one? So, um, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'll just start one. And, um, <laughs> why not? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> saying that, uh, just yeah, how hard can it be, right? You just get you know some articles together and throw them together and get it printed, and <gasps> well, <laughs> it takes a bit more than that. But yeah, it's it's a big job, but it's um, it's wonderful, and I'm so proud. So yeah, yeah. I think we, which one's this? This is the fourteenth. So we're, yes, the fifteenth we edition is coming out soon. Okay. But yeah, so it's a quarterly magazine, and it's yeah. So how how many people do you have helping you with this at this point, or is it still just all you? It's so. So there's, it's a small, yeah, yeah, I do. It's a small team. So uh, how many have we got on this? Four? Four people. Yes, four people working on it. So, um, yeah, mm. but it's, yeah, it's good. It's really good. And it's a great thing for the industry to kind of provide. So, yeah. I love how you just dive into things. And, like, you know, you could have started that and been like, okay, this is just way above, like, too much, too much for me. So how do you keep... How do you keep going through, you know, doing that? Yeah. And, and and what advice do you have for other entrepreneurs when they're faced with things like that, that projects that you think may be too big for them? How, how can you break it down and and succeed? Yeah, well, so, I, so I'm I'm one of those people. It's like show me a mountain, like I want to climb it. Mm-hmm. And and I yeah, I'm I'm big into challenges and just yeah. Uh, I I was brought up in a very active family and I'm the youngest and it's that thing, you know. Um, and I think. Uh, the key is to have people around you that support you. 
uh, for those moments when you feel like you can't do it. Mm-hmm. So having, you know, a coach. So I have a business coach. I also have a business mentor. Um, and I read a lot of, of self-development books. Um, I go to conferences. I, I watch TED Talks. You know, I really kind of, I'm, I make sure that I'm, I'm constantly stimulating mm-hmm. that part of my brain. Um, and it's setting goals and it's also... Yeah, just, yeah, setting goals, breaking them down and making sure like every morning, you know, I have my to-do list and I have my kind of vision board and I have my, yeah, everything mm-hmm. around me to kind of get going. And, and yeah, and I think it's interesting, actually, launching the voiceover network, I mean, it was, it was a huge thing and it was about setting the date that it was going to launch. That was the first thing. And I think, so once you set a date... Mm. You know, you say this mm-hmm. is when that's going to happen. That is really, really powerful because it makes you do it. And I remember I set the date. It was the end of January 2015. And um, once, yeah, suddenly, and then you start telling people that's what's going to happen mm-hmm. on that day. You've got to do it. So you're accountable. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So you've got, to, you've got to set the date and you've got to start, yeah, telling people that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and then you've got to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I know we talked about, you know, in the beginning, is there, is there also something about not having to be too perfect? Because I know we yes. talked in the beginning that sometimes there were errors and you were just like, oh, so. Yeah, talk about that, that is, yeah. Um, it is tough. So, so the Buzz magazine, you know, no matter how many times it's proofread, I've proofread it, I, you know, again and again and again whenever I, I get my hands on on the printed copy I always spot a mistake and it's oh it's just so hard <laughs> um, but uh, you know another thing actually that Nigel Botterill has always kind of said is that a um, an okay email sent is better than a perfect email that never gets sent mm-hmm. which is really really true because yeah. if you if you wait until it's perfect, it's you know you're never going to get it out there, and you just, sometimes you just got to get things out there and just you know move on, yeah. and mm. and and not worry about things being perfect because you know yeah per- perfection can be overrated, right? Yeah, and I think also today within the age of social media, sometimes it's it's nice to see people not so perfect because yes. it's like you can relate to that, and you're like oh, and then the thing that gives you some more freedom in your own life to. Not be perfect yeah. and know that and embrace it a little bit definitely, more. Definitely. Yeah. I want to talk to you real quick about mentors because you've mentioned that a couple of times now. Yes. How um, you know important are mentors to you and how right. should people go about? I think mentors are something that we all think about, but it's hard to maybe reach out or feel mm. like you should ask for. How did you get yours and what are your advice to people for getting their mentors for their careers? Yeah. So um, I think it's so important to surround yourself with people that inspire you. So, you know, if if... And, and, and whether that is just, you know, reading books, you know, inspiring people, uh, watching interviews, podcasts, um, webinars, all that kind of stuff. Um, and in terms of kind of mentoring, just reach. Yeah, just reach out to them. Reach out mm-hmm. to them. You know, if you don't ask, you don't get. And so often, you know, if you ask somebody they they they'll probably really want to mm-hmm. um to mentor you. So I think yeah, I think go out there and 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 listen to webinars and and watch podcasts and all that kind of stuff and just see who you you gravitate to. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I think is really really important in business and entrepreneur and all of that and and in sport and is trusting your instinct. Mm. 
And when you start really listening to your instinct, and that's that's how I've got to where I've got to with my business, is that I listen, I, I really trust my instinct and I go with my gut and I don't second guess myself. Mm-hmm. And when you start kind of just going with your gut and it's like, right, this feels right, I'm going to do it. It's not always going to work. Yeah. Um, and a big part of that is making mistakes and you've got to be willing to make mistakes. You have to, we have to make mistakes all the time. That's how we learn to walk. Um, and that's mm. how we, we, you know, we, we become entrepreneurs. When you see, um, you know, the, the most successful entrepreneurs, they have failed so many times. People like Richard Branson and stuff. You know, there's so yeah. many businesses that, you know, that he's messed up with and lots and lots of mistakes. But he keeps going and that's yeah that's yeah. so important yeah that's fantastic well we're gonna jump over to your actually vo career a little bit too because uh-huh. you're also a vo artist yourself yes. and an actor so i have we have your demo reel here uh-huh. so i'll play a little bit of your demo reel for folks out there um. <clears throat> no matter what life throws at you relax with Five Star Movies, sponsored by Purcell. Secrecy. The residents where lawlessness and disorder maintain control. Seekers are drawn to these places to find hidden treasures. With knowledge over others, their own power grows. They hold on to things they shouldn't have. We're getting hot and spicy (laughs) with spicy food. Taste the pain on Travel Channel. Whatever your latest taste in fashion, food or furniture. Center MK has over 190 outlets to help you find it in a flash. Center MK, unlimited style, one destination. Such great range and fun. What do you love most about voiceover? Oh gosh, I is the best job in the world. I mean, it really, really is. And I, I, um, I used to get in trouble at school for talking. (laughs) I was the kid at school who was always getting in trouble for talking and every single report I ever had from school said, Rachel talks too much. Rachel, if Rachel stopped talking and got more work done. And I feel like I, you know, when I found voiceovers, it was like, this is where I'm meant to be. (laughs) Amazing. I would love to go back to all those teachers and go, well, there we go. Actually, actually. (laughs) It worked out well for me. Yeah, there we go. So, um, I love, I, I mean, I love the acting. I love doing video games I love creating characters um and I love this it's it's kind of like it's like a music that you you know you're 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 bringing scripts to life and you're interpreting copy and yeah it's just it's wonderful so much fun I think we have a picture of one of your um uh, video game characters in there, possibly. Oh. Maybe. Sorry. Oh. There, the, go back. That, yeah. Yes. Oh, Alariel the Ever Queen. Uh, <laughs> she was so fun to play. She was a great. So that's um, that's Total War Warhammer 2, the Queen and the Crone. Mm-hmm. And I can just um, imagine you in this role. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was so, so fun. Um, and it's the first time that they had had a female lead in one of the Warhammer games. 
And yeah. yeah. And the first time they'd had a female voice the trailer for one of their games. And I was like, yes, yeah. that was me. So I was really proud of that. Yeah, how great did that feel? Yeah, I mean, really right? good, really good. It was like about time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's, she was a fun character to play. I really, I loved doing that. I absolutely loved it. And I think some One Direction fans out there, Directioners, ah. are very pleased that you voiced three of their movies. Yes, <laughs> yeah, the One Direction films. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good fun. So, yeah, I did, did a few of those. That was good, yeah. <laughs> what advice uh, do you have for people that want to get into voiceover? So uh, my advice would be to research and to train, uh, get a good uh, voiceover coach and um, read. There's lots and lots of blogs out there. But, um, yeah, get get a copy subscribe to the buzz magazine (laughs) um and and yeah just um yeah get a coach and and learn read up um do lots and lots of research before you kind of you throw too much money into it just make sure that it is where you want to be and find voiceover artists and 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 reach out to them and and chat to them because it's a it's a wonderful community voiceover artists are just just a very kind of special type of people I think because we're we are actors but we spend a lot of time you know sitting in little black boxes talking to ourselves yeah <laughs> when we yeah that when we get out and we go to to um, events and stuff there's such a lovely support and yeah it's yeah it's great I totally agree. I mean, we met at the VO Atlanta conference, yes. and I had this fir- that's the first conference I'd ever been to. And I was just, I know all the, you know, the VO people here, I think, is just we, such a wonderful community. But yeah. then to even see, go to those conferences and feel it, like, on that level, yeah. it's just people from all over. And, again, all just, just the best people. And, and yeah, like, I, f- I feel like a lot of the, and I know you're an actor as well and on screen. How do you feel about, um, I, I find the world, the VO world, more... Um, People are willing to help each other yes. out, less it's competitive. Is that true to definitely, you? Definitely, definitely. And I think, um, yeah, it's not as it's not a sort of cutthroat. I think as as on screen, you know, because you don't have to worry about sort of what you look like, mm-hmm. um, and it's all in your voice. And I think there's also an element of voiceover that um, you have to have a big personality to do voiceovers because you're you're putting your personality in, into the script. Um, so voiceover artists are generally quite sort of outgoing and bubbly because mm-hmm. that's what they kind of that's what you get booked to to do most of the time. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just I pulled this picture too of you. I love because uh-huh. we'll talk a little <laughs> little bit about like some of the gear. So this is the other thing about VO that you can yes. do it wherever when you travel. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. So you take your kit with you and. Um, yeah, I have a home studio. I love having a home studio. Having kids, you know, it was perfect. Yeah. It's been, you know, great with my little ones, uh, being able to kind of jump in the booth. But, yeah, that's me with the vocal booth to go um, <laughs> kit. So, yeah, mm-hmm. but no, it's all good. Well, speaking a little more of travel, we want to talk about your adventure side a little okay, bit, yes. away from the voiceover. Wonderful. You, so we have a shot of here. You actually um, swam with sharks. So yes. Tell me about that. <gasps> So that picture, that's in Australia. Um, that's me swimming with a whale shark um, off uh, the Ningaloo Reef, mm. which was amazing. And in fact, um, my five-year-old little girl came with me in the water. I got her to oh, come nice. too. Um, <laughs> bless her. She was, I was like, come on, Lily. Um, <laughs> I love it. But I love sharks. I absolutely love sharks. And I love, I'm, I'm a bit of a, an adrenaline junkie. Um, but I, I also, so that, that was wonderful. I mean, whale sharks aren't. 
they are harmless. They, you know, they just eat plankton and stuff. But I have been cage diving with great white oh, sharks. Wow. Yeah. I didn't have a picture of that there one. There we go. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a big picture in my front room, actually, that I took of oh. this, this great white. So that was in South Africa. And, um, yeah, that was an amazing experience to get in the water with these huge Wow. Absolutely huge. Um, great white sharks. That was pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah. But yeah, and I love scuba diving and I love seeing sharks. They are, I think they're beautiful, incredible creatures that um, I have a lot of respect for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And now when you come out here to visit, you've also started picking up surfing with one of our other VO friends. Yay. So I think we have a picture of you. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you guys surfing. Yeah. <laughs> went this morning so you're just loving it i was surfing this morning yeah <laughs> i totally love it and um yeah it's, shout out to scott parkins yes in case you're scott, watching scott there he is there on, on my, yeah scott parkins taught me to surf um yeah i love surfing and it's it's funny it's something that i always wanted to learn to do but i live in london and there isn't there isn't a beach there's no mm-hmm. surf so it's kind of difficult and um yeah, I, I when I came out last year, Scott was like, "Yeah, I'll teach you to surf," and I'm I'm a snowboarder, so I can so I was able to get up and, and stand on the board uh, quite quickly. Um, and my sister's a big surfer, and her husband's like a he's he does like the big waves. He's a huh. big big surfer. Um, so yeah, it's just it just oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. I was yeah, I was out there this yeah. morning. My I did I I caught what I thought was quite a big wave and I like <laughs> squealed. It was really fun. But no, it was great. That's really awesome. great. So, yeah. so now um tell us for um some of the travel adventure people out there, yeah. if we were going to go to London, first timer in London, what are some must-sees, must-dos oh. in London? London. Oh gosh, there's so much to see in London. It's a fantastic city. Best I think the best city in the world because I love London. Um so, if you're going to come to London, go to Covent Garden, which is wonderful. I love Covent Garden. It's got an amazing energy. Um, it's an old market, but they have we have lots of um, street performers that come and they do big shows and they you know they swallow knives and mm. and um type you know go on a tight rope or or juggle crazy things. I think what. Well, what were they juggling when I took my girls there the other day? Toilet seats. Someone was juggling <laughs> toilet seats. You know, so um, so Covent Garden is great. And also South Bank, which is lovely. And it's along the river. And it's, yeah, again, there's like lots going on, lots of theatre. So you've got to come and come to the theatre. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's, oh, London's, yeah, there's mm. loads going on. There's always tons happening. So, yeah. All right, lots to check out. I need to get there. I got to get it on the list. So next year, I'm going to plan a trip to come see you. You've got to come. Yeah, come to London. Come to London because you'll love it. It's yeah, it's just yeah, it's good fun. (laughs) Although it's 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 cold now Hmm. and raining quite a lot. What's your favorite month? Oh, that's a tricky one. I May is a good one. May is nice because it's warm and it's you know spring. But I do quite, I, lo- I love the season changes. So I do like October because I like it when it starts to get cold and you start putting a jump mm, layer on. And, and, yeah, and everything, all the trees are, are beautiful colours of oranges and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, it's, it's good. I do love my travelling though. I do love coming out here and, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel very, very grateful 
to do what I do and, and be able to kind of combine, you know, the traveling yeah. with the events and, and with the voiceovers and the magazine. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's good fun. Yeah. It's good well, fun. it's a great world you've all created with Yay. all of this. And we're all so thankful for it. It's, you're building really great things. Thank so, you. Yeah. Yay. Well, real quick, we do each week here, uh, Tom Girl of the Week. So oh. our Tom Girl of the Week for this week goes to Mich- Michelle Obama. Her oh. book came out today. Um, and before it even came out, it was already for pre-sales in Barnes & Noble. It was the most um, – it had the most um, pre-orders than any book in three years. And today, just in the few hours that it was out, it was already a bestseller early on in the day. Um, and it just – you know, of course, Oprah Winfrey endorsed it and it just says, in Michelle Obama's personal story, of course, but I believe it's going to spark within you the desire to think about your own becoming. So I guess she just really gets very personal, personal and vulnerable in it. And I mean – She's just beautiful and amazing, and I can't can't wait to read it. So she gets the Tom Girl of the Week award. Oh, wow. And then another thing I wanted to um, mention here, it's been a very tough, very tough week for California, and our firefighters and first responders are doing so much to try to help people and save their homes and protect all of us. So if you guys can do anything to help, uh, I have a few places that you can do. You can um, text Red Cross to 90999. There's a lot of animals that have been displaced in this, and you can contact the Humane Society of Ventura County, and also if you need didn't want to donate you can donate to at lafdfoundation.org if you go online there's a lot of resources of ways that you can help out if you're feeling like you would like to help and uh help people out in this time of need i would um malibu and these places of these fires for me have been are my favorite places out here and definitely mm-hmm. places i go when you know when you need a break from la and they're just gorgeous and uh to see what's happening just is really heartbreaking and uh, my heart just goes out for everybody who's lost their homes and their land and um and just a big thank you to all the firefighters and first responders on that all right so back to you all right so what is upcoming for you where can people kind of follow the news of everything you're doing or follow you on you know social media how can people stay in touch oh yes yes please do (laughs) um so i'm on social media i'm on twitter rachel naylor um, and on Instagram, Rachel.Naylor. And then there's also the voiceover network. So uh, Twitter is Network VO. And then Instagram is the underscore voiceover underscore network. Um, and then also on Facebook as well. You can just search on Facebook um, and come to the website. So a couple of websites, obviously, you've got the two things going on. So uh, rachelnaylor.com, which is my website, um, and then also the voiceover network dot co dot uk so if you want to come there you can you can check out all the stuff that we've got going on you can subscribe to the buzz magazine uh via that that website and you can join our mailing list and and you can join the network if if you'd like to you can apply to join so and what are some of the uh upcoming events that you have so we've got what have we got coming up so um we have our Christmas party in London, which is on the 7th of December, and it's out of this world. So it's actually a space-themed Christmas party. <laughs> Every year we have a theme yeah. to our Christmas parties. Last year was Wild West. The year before was Rock and Roll. The year before that was Gatsby. So this year it's all about <laughs> space. So that's going to be good fun. Um, and then we've got um, Get Your Game On is happening in London in April. Um 
so we've got yeah those things going on and then also I do the voiceover hour webinar which um, I run every other Wednesday so it's every two weeks on a Wednesday and it's a, a live webinar where I mm. interview different people in the voiceover industry so um, so yes where is that one up at so that's on on the website on, so okay, yeah so, so if you join if you come and subscribe we will send you information via okay. email okay yeah. so much good stuff yeah. well thank you so much this has just been so great and I just love everything you're doing so thank you for taking the time while you're out here to do this fantastic thank you so much for having me this has been this has been fun (laughs) now we need some limoncello and a drink yes (laughs) yes Ah. all right guys that's it for this week thank you so much for joining next week we have daniel goddard from the young and the restless so we'll see you here again next tuesday for tom girl tuesday have a good week our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.